What's up, guys? It's Rico back with another one from the Made in China podcast, Source Asia Consulting Company, and the Source Asia YouTube channel. Speaking of YouTube, we have uh, the Day in the Life Day Two is out, and after I do this intro, I'm gonna play a trailer so that you guys can hear it. Check out the full YouTube video. Um, it's you know just go to YouTube and type in Source Asia or type in a Day in the Life uh, 25-year-old CEO in China Day Two. Um, yeah, so this is uh, part two of the Black Panther episode. If you haven't listened to part one, go back. It came up last week. And again, this is part of the uh, what we're doing towards the end of the year. I just wanted to release any of the unreleased episodes that I've had for the past year or so. And uh, yeah, I think it's pretty interesting. It's all about us, me and Nick, discussing, you know, watching Black Panther in China and how it relates to being a foreigner in China. So without further ado, enjoy the episode. You guys have seen me waking up early for the past two days. You've seen me going to factories. You've seen me dealing with my Chinese employees. You've seen me at the IFC Tower. You've seen me working late. But you might be wondering or asking, how how did I get here? Days in the life, 25-year-old CEO, Source Fine Asia, Made in China podcast, manufacturing consultant in China. Out now. I don't want to be a product of my environment. I want my environment to be a product of me. Maybe the most obvious one in the movie, but like it made sense in the context of what was going on in, in, in that scene. Any other characters that we didn't talk about, that we didn't touch on? Oh, I, I hate that they killed Claw. Why? It made sense, but he's just, he was such a fun character. He's a fun guy. He was such a fun the guy. Like just, I wanted to see him a little bit more fleshed out because he's like the band. He's yeah. like, oh yeah, we have the band, or it's like the beats, right? Like playing down the beats. Like, he's like, yo, can you, can you get the SoundCloud link? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, for real, we have a SoundCloud, but we can give it to you. Yeah, no, I, I, I really like them. And, and he was uh, just like when he when he left after the fight, he was like, "That was so much fun! That was so much fun!" <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Yeah, I just I really loved his." Character. I like his fashion too. Very yeah. disheveled, just rugged, very rugged. Yeah, yeah, kind of kind of masculine like figure. Like everything was flowing really well. Yeah. And he's just a guy who doesn't give a fuck. He's a zero fucks given. He's having fun, and I love that. There was something that I was I was uh, watching when it was an analysis of, of his character, and they were saying that. You know, one of the biggest complaints with the Marvel movies is how their villains, besides Loki, have been so like one-dimensional and just like, ha ha, I'm evil. And they were saying maybe 
what they were doing in that moment in that moment was um, killing the trope of like he would be the more stereotypical Marvel villain. Yeah. And then they just killed him. Yeah. You know, they're like, no, we got a more complicated villain in yeah. this movie, and like somebody with layers. Compare that to what DC's trying to do with. Uh, Batman vs. Superman with the Justice League. God, man. Who's, who's the director of those movies? Like, they, 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 Zack Schneider. So, so they keep keeping Schneider on despite all this negative feedback. And they kept him on for, for the Batman series. For the, did he direct the Superman series? He did series? Man of Steel. Uh, he did Batman vs. Superman. Superman. He did the Justice League. He did the League. Justice League. But the Justice League, his, his adopted daughter committed suicide during the filming. Yeah. During post production, and then they brought on Joss Whedon, yeah. who's uh, responsible for the Avengers. Yeah. Um, so you can see how the like the movie kind of has two tones in it. Yeah. Where it's like it's you haven't watched it yet, though. I watched parts of it. That's so the thing. Like, like I can't get through like yeah. the Batman Superman thing. Like, it's one. I, it's one I, of as those. As soon as I see what's his name, uh, Lex Luthor. Yeah. Is that his name? Uh, Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. So uh, you're on point today with all the names. You know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a fanboy, like, man. I'm, I'm in. I'm in there. You have no idea it. how I much time. It. I spend like, at least one of us does reading these books like and like all this stuff, and, and you know, and 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 he steps up. He's like, hey guys, you know, he's like that that like jumpy. Where it's like Lex Luthor. I always yeah. saw him as like a man of power, a very self-composed person. Yeah, you know, and he just jumps in there with his long hair and his fucking just like, hey, hey guys, so, and I'm like, ah, oh, get the fuck out of here. I don't believe. I'm not buying any of this. So, are you talking about Batman versus Superman or the Justice League movie? Uh, Batman versus Superman specifically. Okay. So you haven't watched the Justice League movie? Not at all, though. But, and you haven't finished the Batman vs. Superman movie? No, I only saw parts of it. Okay, so Batman vs. Superman, he directed the whole thing. So that, that was his singular vision. Um, Batman vs. Superman was bad, but in my opinion, it wasn't that bad. Like, I really loved Batman in that movie. Mm -hmm. I loved he was like a darker Batman, grizzled. My favorite part yeah. about the Batman vs. Superman is the Batman vs. Superman trailer. Yeah. Uh, with tell, tell me, do you bleed? No, no, no. Batman vs. Versus, Batman versus Superman trailer with... Uh, who's that guy? You can do it! Just do it! Oh, uh, uh, Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf, With yeah. Shia LaBeouf's voiceover. If you YouTube Batman vs. Superman trailer, trailer Shia LaBeouf, they it. literally did the just do it. Yep. With, like on the trailer and they spliced in a little Shia LaBeouf moments in there. Yeah. I work out to that. Like yeah. that inspires me. Yeah. Where it's like that music, he's like, just, just <laughs> and I'm like, yes. Other than that, I don't know. I, I just couldn't get through the full movie. Like I tried watching it three times at different scenes. And I'm just like, I can't. Like it's boring. That's a whole other other debate. But um, I think the flaws with Batman versus Superman is essentially like Zack Snyder tried to do a Christopher Nolan type Batman with Superman in it and it doesn't really work because you can't replicate what Christopher Nolan has done yeah so it's like this mistake of thinking like let's make this as realistic as possible but you can't because Superman's an alien so it's like how realistic can you make this movie yeah and then the other the other problem is I think they put too much of the movie in the trailers like they should never have revealed that Doomsday comes like Zod gets turned into Doomsday like when I saw that in the trailer, I was like, why did you show this? Well, don't this? they always do that now? They always give away the movie just for you to go pay the ticket price, go see the movie to fill in the plot holes but in between. people were going to watch that movie regardless. Yeah, that's like, that's what I'm it's, just thinking, it's lazy. But it's, I'm, it's, it's there's lazy. Not enough, there's not enough, you know, suspense. But I just think about it like this. It's like, if I was watching Batman versus Superman and th that moment where uh, Doomsday is revealed 
if I didn't know that was going to happen, that would have been a crazy moment in the cinema. That would have yeah. been like, oh my God. Yes. They brought in Doomsday. Wait, so Superman, because I, I, I read the comic books, Superman might die because Doomsday is the only person that, one of the few people that's ever killed Superman. So like, it's just like they ruined that, man. They ruined that. Like th That could have been such a great reveal. And then the other part was they oversold the battle between Batman and, mm -hmm. and Superman. Like, Batman, Doesn't Wonder Woman come in at some point? She comes in as well, yeah. yeah. They, they, they really messed up on that part because what they should have done is they should have had like uh, uh, two battles. They should have had one like when they first meet and then they should have another one, the yeah. final battle. Like Batman, for example, getting his ass kicked, retreating, yeah. like I'm not prepared for I'm this. I need to exactly. go back, reanalyze, yeah. and then yeah. come up with a way to defeat him. And then also the motivations behind... I understood Batman's motivation for going after Superman because they, they set that up really well with showing... Too much power, yeah. Showing he, the he aftermath of while Superman's fighting Zod and yeah. Batman's on the ground seeing people his die. Employees, and he's like, yeah. yeah, his employees. Like, that was really, really well done. So I, I'm all in. Like, I understand why Batman's pissed. But Superman was like... He was just like, oh, the like all of a sudden he's like, oh, we need to get rid of Batman. He's like, oh, what, what, what are you, Joker? Why did you <laughs> like, team up with the Joker? It's like this dude's calls. been protecting Gotham for 20 years. Like, what yeah. are you talking about? Like, what, you would what, think what, that a guy like Superman would recognize another hero, yeah. another person that's trying to do right. But if if there was something, if they had just shown something happening, like in the comic books, the way the reason why Superman goes after Batman is because the president of the United States, like Superman, becomes a uh, basically becomes like the number one soldier for America, like an asset. Yeah. So he, and he reports to the president, and which makes sense with it's in line with his character. So, so uh, the, the president wants to have control over vigilantes, vigilantes, and like he's like, you need to get rid of Batman. Batman's he's he's out of our control. You, uh, we don't know what he does. He's got too much power. But Superman has never been the guy to take orders. Superman has always thought for himself. No, no, but he does in like if you like because he's supposed to be the symbol of Hope. Americanism. Oh, like the American Pope Yeah, the American child. way and all that stuff. That's why it made sense for him to be like, you know what? I will report to the President of the United States. Yeah, but so was Captain America. And look what Captain America did. He's like, this is not right because, well, because he realized my moral He code. realized that there was corruption and, and like... Right, but, it, but, know, but, but, but I mean, that... Come on, like you're saying Superman doesn't realize that there is corruption? No, and, but they could have had that. They could have, had, they could have shown him being like, you know what, I'm powerful. The only way, like, you know, the conflict in the movie was like, people were saying Superman's too powerful. What if this guy snatches the president? You know, like, yeah. they were, they're complaining about him yeah. being a god and whatever. Yeah. He could have been like, okay, how do I remedy this whole thing where people are scared of me? How about I just say, I'm going to serve the president, you know, and work for the government? Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, then it might have made, like, the, the country kind of be like, oh, okay, this guy is a good guy, he's on our side. And then the president could have been like, you know what, we've had this issue with Batman for like 20 years. We don't know who he is. He's got too much power. He's, under, he's on, in the shadows, whatever. Yeah. Recently, he's been killing people. That could have been... That was another thing that I didn't quite get, is that Batman never kills. But it makes sense if you... Again, me knowing the comic book history, this Batman that we're getting is a Batman in his mid to late 40s. Where he start, does he start killing in the, yes. in the books? Because the Joker kills Robin. So he loses it. He's he loses it after that. Okay. And he's like, uh, and in the in the comic books, they go a step further. Robin, the Joker actually doesn't kill Robin. He makes Robin, go, he, Batman thinks he's dead, but he makes Robin go crazy and Robin becomes the Joker. So Robin becomes the Joker or does Robin become uh, a Red Red Hood? Or no, it becomes the Joker. There's another Robin that becomes Red Hood. Okay. okay. So um, there's actually, they kind of hinted at it in the movie and they just didn't go deeply into it. It was just like, he said something like, how many... 
how many good men have become evil. He was talking to, yeah. to, to Alfred. Yeah. And it's like, I could see that, I could understand why at this stage of his career, having Robin be killed by the Joker and whatever, all this stuff that's happened, because I'm filling in the blanks based on my comic book history, why he's now killing people. It made sense. I actually like that. Yeah. What they could have done is they could have had the ideology of him now being maybe gone too far. Like he's like crazy now. He's killing bad guys. He's branding them. He's dark. He's by himself. They could have shown that, like, maybe Batman is going a little bit too far right now. And then Superman realizing that Batman is going too far. And the government also being like, we need to stop Batman. And then that, I feel like that would but have... But then been... you make Batman to a villain, which you can't have in a well, Marvel it's like, or in a DC It's like pseudo-villain. He's going after bad guys. He's just taking it a little bit too far. And mm-hmm. then what they could have... The story arc could have been, like, Superman being like, you need to change the way you think. You go, you're going too far, you're becoming a villain, and then Batman being like, Wait, you're you, too powerful. Your mother's name is Martha? Yeah, it, you know, and that was obviously that's the biggest, one of the biggest issues in the movie. But and I like, could just see like half, half of the, half the, um, half the theater going like, oh, yeah. God damn it, Martha. really? Martha. Martha. So, anyways, yeah, like, I mean, if they had that motivation and then, you know, however they would have done it, they would have had the realization, Batman coming to a realization that, you know what? Superman's right I think I've gone too far and Superman is a symbol of hope and this guy is the opposite of me in the sense of like he's a more bright guy and mm-hmm. he symbolizes peace and and now I'm on your side and okay let's kill Zod uh, doomsday yeah. okay, but then that whole Martha thing like it was just yeah it was a letdown like oh okay well, our moms have the same name how do you know that name god Martha why <laughs> are you trying to kill me but yeah that was a was a big flaw anyways uh, uh, Justice League the issue is that Zack Snyder had his version of the movie which is obviously similar to his other movies dark dark palettes all that stuff and he had a story I think his version of the movie would have actually been better because when they brought in Joss Whedon Joss Whedon threw in a lot of the jokes and even the color palette changed. Yeah. Like, it's it's inconsistent. So I haven't seen that, so I'm yet to watch that. But uh, can we talk about the very ending, the last scene of, or the, the hidden scene of Black Panther? The, the which one? Bucky. Does the mid, mid, okay, yeah, Bucky. Yeah. Bucky coming out. Yep. I, lo- I love that. Like, I, so I completely actually forgot that what, that what happened in, with that Bucky, he was in Wakanda? Yeah, the, that he was, you know, kind of lost and like, but I forgot that Black Panther took him on. And he's like, okay, let's let's heal. So I'm very curious to see what happened because Bucky has been, man, life has treated him like shit. You know, <laughs> at first he's 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 fighting this war side by side with Captain America, his best best friend, right? Then you know he he falls off the train, he gets frozen. He becomes a Russian specialist, but he doesn't want to do that, right? Like they they they, they, brainwash, they him. brainwash him to do that. So then you know, uh, uh, Captain America fights back to get Bucky back on his side. He gets him back. He sacrifices so much for him, right? Uh, like th- that that moment when uh, Tony Stark and Captain America they're fighting, Iron Man and, and Captain America they're fighting, yeah. and he's like, he's my friend, and Tony Stark's like, I thought I, I, I thought I thought I was your friend. Yeah. You know, that moment I was like, fuck, man, but he, he, killed, he, killed, he killed my mom. Yeah, that's it's Like, it's just really that simple. He killed my mom. Like, what, what, do, you, yeah. what, what do you want from me? Like, yeah, you know? it was like, I'm gonna avenge it. So it's like, the way that they structured all the motivations, it's like, yes, I get both the sides in such a complicated issue, right? And then, I, and then he gets lost. Yeah. Bucky gets lost, and then boom, he appears in Wakanda with this new technology. Like he's probably gonna get a new arm. Yeah, he's, he's gonna, gonna get a new arm. He's gonna get fucking awesome. Vibranium arm. But but now, like you got a question: What's going on in Bucky's head? 
Like, what's the mentality of Bucky now? Is he still kind of having flashbacks, or is he on the level now? What's up? No, I think that, I mean, if you look at Wakanda being this technologically advanced society, I think they can help him with his, his brainwashing and all that yeah. stuff. I think that's stuff that they, they, they can fix. There is a, there's a funny meme right now where it shows Bucky, and it's like Bucky wakes up um, wakes up after, like, during Civil War. And then and fi- well, Bucky wakes up to find out that there's a Civil War. Bucky wakes up to find out there's an Infinity War. <laughs> it's like he just wants to go it's back like, to what sleep. The fuck? <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore, man. He's like, he just what? like, what? can I just get some time like to myself? And- Yo, so so currently, uh, does Steve Rogers think that Bucky's dead? Is no, that his belief? Steve Ro- he brought him there. Steve he Rogers brought, brought him because there. I'm I'm kind of hazy on like yeah, how yeah. how that ends. The the, the 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 end credit scene of Civil War is Steve Rogers and T'Challa standing in the lab. And then they're about to put Bucky under cryogenic freeze or whatever. And he's like, yeah, we'll take care of him. Don't worry about it. We'll fix it. Right. And then that's the end of the movie. So, so Captain America and T'Challa, they're buddies. And by the way, Captain America is, 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 a, is a fugitive right now. Yes. Yeah. So he's got to be in Wakanda now. Well, somewhere. no, I think he's just around the world. Like, you know, he's... Like, what's he doing? What's Captain America got to get up to? You know? I'm sure they'll answer that in, in Infinity War. But like, I think he's probably just... Going around the world doing like little does small, he have a love interest? Missions. Does he have a love interest right now? He kind of had a little situation with oh he did he hooked up with um, Pe- Peggy, which is the, the the his original love interest, the one yeah. who died in Civil War. Yeah, he ended up hooking up with her granddaughter. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. that's who he was hooking up with in Civil War. Yeah. You got to keep it in the family, right? <laughs> Am I right? A man of I morals. Thought, I thought that was kind of weird, man. I thought that was kind of creepy, like. You gotta connect them somehow, though, right? I was like, but you had to hook up with a granddaughter, man. Like, come on, man. When you're frozen, they were flirting at the funeral. No, because it's like because you know she looks she looks exactly. They were giving each other googly eyes at the funeral. Well, it's hard. If I saw Captain America, I'd give him googly eyes. How do you think Peggy felt from the grave? Peggy was dead. How do you think she felt? Nah, she's gone. Listen, we're not coming back to that. (laughs) Peggy's gone. But but you know he's he's still in in her you know, like. Her granddaughter resembles Peggy. Sure, I could understand. I could understand. Um, also, what does Captain America have? Do you think he has Tinder? You think he's got time to fucking date? He doesn't Captain, have a cell phone. Captain America can date anybody. He yeah, wants. but but he's Captain okay. America. Yeah, but but no, yeah. no, he can't. He can't just go roll up in the club, just like yo, what up? I'm Captain no, America. Just, I'm like, Captain America, man. You know. But that's not how the well, kind of guy your name? he is. Captain America. He's he's not. he's like a <laughs> you know he's not accustomed to these ways of life, man. Yeah, that's he's like he he's like uh, he's moral. He's a moral person. You know? Can I take you out for a coffee? No, he's more like can I take you out for a dinner and take care of you as a person yeah, before any of this happens. Listen, Captain America is so famous and good looking. So wherever he goes, women would be approaching him. Yes. So he but has, he, he has no problems. But he's still got that beta shy guy mentality, right? About women. Uh, that when he was when he before the body, before he got yep. the body, he still got that you know mentality type, whatever stereotype in his head, where he's like, oh my god, women like no. Also, like the girls that. Like Captain America was raised when in 1940s, right? Like that's when he became like yep. a super soldier, and and back then things were done a little bit different. So like you know, women <laughs> being a lot more empowered to approach men now, and just being like, "Yo, what's up, man? I like you. Like let's let's go on a date or whatever girls do." But you know, he, he would he can't still do that. He's like, "Whoa, that's too much." I can't. No, no, I think he would still go on the dates. I think he'd just be like, "Oh, you're a little bit forward, man." Like you know what I mean? Like oh, you'd just be like, "Oh, ma'am." ma'am. And, then, and then and then she <laughs> she she Instagrams her. In bed with Captain America, and like then, they did to Bieber, and then the police come immediately and he has to run away. 
That should yeah, be absolutely. that should be like a, a side mini movie. Captain Definitely America. not. I hope that's Captain never America a hooking movie. up with chicks and then chicks Hell taking not. pictures of him on Instagram. hundred percent. And then no, him that's constantly running away. That would make running, it. Let me live in this Marvel <laughs> fantasy. I don't. <laughs> I don't want real life spilling over into it. You know. Captain America in the nightclub, just you know. Or, or stories <laughs> coming. Like I, th- I think the most realistic thing would be uh, Tony Stark accusations of like. You know, it's like, oh, like he had sex with me when I was drunk, and and me too for Tony Stark. Yeah, and and I didn't, you know, I didn't consent to it, and like, how would Tony Stark handle that? Oh my god! Like, imagine that that that's like spilling real life into, you know, you know what? Because he's a big celebrity, right? In his what, world, in the Marvel considering universe. what they did with Black Panther, that's actually not unfeasible that they could do that in Infinity, but it would be too much of a distraction. What do you mean? Like, as in considering the real themes that they dealt with in Black right, Panther, yeah, like yeah. it's not. Complete. I think if it was like an Iron Man four. Which isn't going to be. They might have done that. They might. They might explore that. But Infinity War has so much stuff going on that they can't even. They can't yeah. throw in things like that. Yeah, no. It's just yeah. too much, and it's 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 such a touchy subject. You yeah. Know? Whereas, like, I'm always curious. Like in China, like you don't even hear shit like that. Like whereas, like in the West, and like Hollywood, and I think uh, there was a good point brought up either by Joe Rogan or Stefan Molyneux that it always starts these kind of ex- uh, extreme measures they start up top with like the famous and the rich and eventually they trickle down to the everyday men and yep. women this so is, it's like how long will it be until like com- everyday guys this, this just completely off topic from completely off topic yeah we're like, like completely going down <laughs> the fucking rabbit hole yeah I know, I know, that's for another podcast I think. but how do you think Tony Stark would handle it like uh, no gr- girls coming through like, like okay so that girl from uh, Iron Man 3 the scientist girl that he slept with yep. and then she lost her funding and she just like she doesn't have it she's like I was drunk and he fucked up my plans when we were sleeping together I, I, I have no idea how, he, how he'd handle it like I don't know I mean is she right? God okay like, I mean, let's that's for, forget about it that's let's, the thing it's like, that's another it's just a completely yeah, different thing it's a whole different situation I'd like to think that because he's a superhero if he was wrong he'd just admit it and then deal with the consequences Yeah. Like, I think that, I mean, in a Marvel movie, they're not going to have Iron Man be wrong and then also deny it. Okay, so here, here's one interesting uh, question for you, kind of turning it around a little bit. So, in the Marvel universe, where do we have the heroes from? So, now we have covered an African uh, superhero, which is T'Challa. We have Steve Rogers, which is Captain America, Mr. America. Uh, Tony Stark, Bucky. Can we put Bucky in, uh, like, uh, Eastern Europe? Or no, is Bucky he, still fully American? American? He's American. So we have Quicksilver and his sister. I forgot the witch, whatever. The uh, yep. Uh, so they're Eastern European. What's her name? Do we have any Asian superheroes? Mm, no. There, they are Marvel. There are Asian Marvel superheroes, but not, not in the current iteration. Like, but it's it's going to happen. It's yeah, just, like I think we're missing. So, for example, like some sort of Antarctica, some sort of South America slash Mexico. Well, well, I guess if you look at Doctor Doctor Strange, there was um, Benedict Wong. He's he was one of the protectors of yes, you yes. Know, but he wasn't Strange. a major hero. I feel oh, like a lot yeah. of major heroes are just like United States based. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, I, I like what they did with this one, where it's, like, completely ethnicity diverse. Well, the, the, okay, so part of the problem there is, like, <coughs> there's only so much, like, the, the, the rights to these characters are divided. So Marvel has rights to certain characters. They have rights to most of the Marvel characters, but they also rented out these characters to different studios. So, like, for example, Fox Studios and uh, Sony 
Sony has the rights to Spider-Man, mm-hmm. and then they worked out a deal with Marvel where Marvel can use Spider-Man, whatever. But then uh, Sony also has the rights to X-Men, and there's a lot of characters in X-Men that are from around the world mm-hmm. that Marvel cannot use right now. Yeah. So it's like one of those things where it's like they're they're a little bit limited mm-hmm. in what they can do. They're they're definitely, especially in the X-Men universe, there's superheroes from every part of the world. Yeah. If Marvel had access to those characters, they might be able to be like, okay, let's get this guy from from China, or let's get this guy from Japan, or whatever. Because the reason why I said is because my favorite video game that I very often play is Overwatch, mm-hmm. and Overwatch, the reason why, like, it's not even for like the video game itself is awesome, but what I like about it is the lore and the story behind it, and they have I I think at this point 32 characters. And a character from each part of the world. They have a Chinese character, Mei, who's like a scientist who freezes people. They have Genji and Hanzo from Japan. Uh, they have uh, McCree from America. They have uh, Sumetra from India. So, so they're you know uh, Zarya from Russia. So they like they cover ev- everybody from everywhere. And I love the way that. And you have these like little mini movies yeah. where they interact with each other. By and the that's way, what I kind of want to see more in movies. By now. the way, the TV show does have um, Asian superheroes in the TV show. The Which TV show? Agents of Shield. Yeah. Yeah. But again, it's like yeah, that's a, that's the point that I was, I was talking about is like the rights, right? Because Agents of Shield handles the Inhumans uh, comics, yeah, which is like a complete like Inhumans are basically like X Men, um, they're like mutants. Um, so they they have all these other characters that they can use in the TV show. But it's like, how do you bring that into the movies? Yeah. It's like they have to plan that because there's already so many plots. Yeah, going there's on. already so many plots. You can't just bring in these characters. Like it has, it has to be like a slow yeah. progression. But wh- one thing that's going to happen after Infinity War, um, a lot of the main characters are going to die. Mm. So they're going to have a reset, basically. In like I don't know which characters are going to die, but there, it, it is like all of these guys, like Robert Downey Jr., um, even Chris Evans, like their their contracts are up. Yeah, and so you don't necessarily want to do. God, I am not watching a trailer for the, for the Infinity War. I'm just gonna go in and watch it and then cry like a little bitch at the end. But of I mean, it. they're kind of trying to set up like Black Panther's gonna be part of. They they talk about Phase Two. This is Phase One. So Black Panther, uh, Spider Man, um, all of the characters in Black Panther, including his sister. His sister, I just remembered her name. Her name is Shuri, Princess Shuri. Um, who else is there? Oh, um, the dude who there's Hawkeye, and then there's the other guy. Who flies? Yeah, the 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 wing dude. The wing yeah. guy. He's also supposed like in the comic books. He becomes Captain America. Like, so there's like he becomes the, Captain America. Yeah. Damn. So they're setting up like all these different side characters. Where once they reset after Infinity War, they're gonna push up those people. There's like there's gonna be a Shazam movie. There's uh, um, what's it? What's her name? Uh, Marvel Girl or something? I uh, Captain. I forget her name, but it's a female character. That what about Captain Canada? Her. What about that guy? Uh, do you know? Do you know about him? I know. But that's like a legit. That's a legit. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. I guess we got Deadpool. We'll see. Yeah. Right. Well, no, Deadpool. He, he's not a Canadian. He, no, he's no, not no, a, he is. He is. He is. In yeah, actually, he is. yeah, he was. Yeah, he, he was invented by a yeah, Canadian yeah. writer. Yeah, he's from. He's from. He's from Canada. Is he originally again, from Canada? Like in the lore? He is. He is. Yeah. Yeah. He is. He's okay, from, so we got Deadpool. Again. Oh, again. but again, it's again Wolverine's Canadian, but it's like again, he's like part of the rights belong to Fox Studios and Sony. Also, Wolverine's gone now. But yeah, he's his daughter. Lo- I guess, yeah, his daughter. His daughter. Logan's dead. Which was fucking great. But again, what it. they're going to do is if they do a reset. Mm-hmm. That's the thing about comic books. No one really dies. Yeah. If you do a reset, you can just be like, this is a different uh, dimension. 
Yeah. And in this dimension, Wolverine's alive. So, um, there is this... I think we should probably summarize and end. This is like a... G- give, me, give me two more minutes. So, there's this uh, YouTube video, uh, YouTube channel called uh, Hello Hedgestone. And one of his videos is about the Marvel Universe, uh, not the Marvel Universe, but like the Avengers. Yep. It's like how, you know, each one of them is a superhero, uh, but Avengers, their whole uh, strength is uniting against an enemy or power that they, that each one of them cannot handle. By themselves. Yeah. And after watching that video, this was like three years ago, I started thinking about our group where, and now I've expanded my, uh, my view of it globally, where I think that... You know, there are individuals all around the world who are training up to be the next generation's heroes, whether they're entrepreneurs or scientists or artists uh, or whatever it may be. I think the, the higher level you go, like for example, for you with being in China, like sourcing and, and learning, you know, learning these business acumen, for me it's Amazon FBA and like, you know, trying to become become our own quote-unquote heroes in our own minds, right? I'm wondering, like, it's almost like we can have our own real-life Avengers or Marvel Universe where in our universe, in the real universe right now that we live in, there are exceptional human beings that are coming up slowly in, in, the cor- in each corner of the world where eventually we'll all be united in some way or another to do great things like Elon Musk, uh, Steve Jobs, you know... Um, the Amazon guy, what's his name? Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos, right? And that, uh, like that's the reason why I love these these Marvel Universe movies is because I always relate it back to real life where it's like there are some there's a kid somewhere in Africa right now who's gonna be the next, you know, e-commerce, you know, magnet who's gonna change the game of e-commerce. There is like probably a girl in Russia somewhere who's gonna be the next big scientist who's gonna discover, you know, uh, uh, black hole theories, you know? And that's the reason why I really like these movies and why these movies really speak to me is because I see us and our group as part of this process of like coming up to become something more. You don't see that in the DC movies? Because I mean, the DC movies are basically trying to do the same thing. So. I don't know. I, I guess these DC movies is like, it feels to me at this point like DC movies are just like a knockoff of Marvel movies. And I, I can't exactly put my finger on it why that is. Well, it's, 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 it's true because... Basically, what happened was Iron Man came out in 2008, the same time that The Dark Knight came out in 2008. And there is no Justice League without Batman. And Christopher Nolan said, I don't want to do that extended universe nonsense. I'm making self-contained movies. Batman is the only hero in my movies. There's no Robin, there's none of these other characters. So basically, uh, The Dark Knight Rises came out in 2012. Marvel had like like five years head start was I mean immediately when, when Marvel came out with Iron Man they already knew they wanted to do the, the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe and DC wanted to do the same thing they just couldn't do it because the, the main character that they had Batman was stuck in this yeah. thing and they couldn't make another Batman while the Dark Knight's going on but I'm, I still remember watching like Saturday morning cartoons uh, the Justice League uh, Justice League series was, Justice League was number one man I loved it and, and they had the one. whole like you know they the, have the, the best the, superheroes the I mean, Superman Batman like 
What's, like, what's that guy's name? The, the guy who morphs, the, the green guy, the, the Martian. Uh, the Martian. The, yeah. the Martian. Martian. I love the, Mar- the Green Martian Lantern. Manhunter. Man they fucked up on the Green Lantern, but the Green Lantern the is Flash. my, straight up, my favorite character. My all time favorite superhero, Green Lantern. For me, for me it's always Batman just because he's, I the, know, he's I the most relatable. Yes. But, um, yeah, I mean, they have, they have the Flash, they have Martian Manhunter, they have Green Lantern, they have Batman, they have Superman, they have Wonder Woman. Um, there's uh, there's probably like a bunch of people that are missing out right now. Well, there was Robin with the Aquaman. whole kids series, yeah. So Robin, they, I guess they're connecting Aquaman now, right? Robin. Aquaman was pretty badass yep. from what I've seen. Yep. I haven't it's seen like they they have the most like all of these guys in the Marvel universe. Like these are all tertiary characters. Like the only the only really famous Marvel superheroes were the Hulk, Spider Man, and I mean that's pretty much it. Like in comparison to to the DC comics. Mm-hmm. It's like the Hulk and Spider-Man. I knew Iron Man because I watched the, the, the Iron Man TV show. I knew Captain America like kind of just because he was around. Like I'd never watched, I never read any Captain America comic books. I never, I don't remember seeing him in, in, in yeah. cartoons. Um, but like everybody else, like all these guys, like Black Panther, I didn't know who the fuck Black Panther was. Yeah. I didn't know. Uh, but, now, but now they're creating stories about them. Yeah, because. And they're bringing them to light where yeah. now you do care. But right? the thing is, Marvel, Marvel always, had, always had the most like characters with depth to them, the, the superheroes with depth to them. Um, whereas DC just had like the superheroes with the coolest powers. You know, that was it. Like it was DC just had like the coolest super yeah. superheroes, but like there but was no. Why are they story not? Why is it not trans- translating well into movies now? I think they got stuck. Is it the direction? They got stuck with they got one. The smartest thing that Marvel did was like they said, okay, we've got all these characters. We're gonna spend the time to give each character their individual movies, so people get familiar with all these individual characters. Second thing is we're going to have different tones for different movies. We're going to have different directors for different movies. So every director can kind of tell their own story, yeah. and that keeps it fresh. Like Black Panther has Ryan Coogler, new guy, like completely new feeling. Thor Ragnarok was awesome because they brought in uh, Taika Waikiki. Mm. He's a New Zealand director who's done only comedies, and yeah. indie movies. So it was like different, just a different vibe, like completely different. Whereas like with the DC universe, they were like, okay, Zack Snyder's the guy. Man of Steel was great. Let's continue using him. For the other stuff, and it's like same tone, same feeling, dark. Everybody's Man of Steel like, oh, was of good for the first, I think, half. The second half, where they're just punching the shit out of each other and flying into buildings, it was 45 minutes of just ass kicking and and, and no repercussions. Like no repercussions. Nobody got hurt. Yep. No, it's shaky <sighs> cam. Yeah, it's just that's well, all it was. the Man of Steel. Minutes. The Man of Steel thing was an overcorrection because the previous Superman movie, Superman Returns with uh, Brandon Shield, Brandon Ross, Brandon Ross. It was like, again, it was kind of like a like a dark Superman. He was just like depressed. I'm back. Oh, Lois Lane is like married. Oh um, no. Like, uh, and then when he when he got into the fight, like when he started fighting, he never punched anyone. So people yeah. used to complain like, you've got Superman, one of the strongest superheroes ever. Takes a bullet not, to the eye. He's not gonna punch anybody? Like, uh, so that I think with Man of Steel, they're like, oh, you wanted punching? So do you think punch. that the problem is too much pandering to, to the, the man? audience? Yeah, I think they, I think with DC, they're because they're behind. They're not trying to tell. But like, are they behind? They're, they're just be- telling their own story. No, they're, they're telling they're, their in, own. In terms of in terms of like box office and all that stuff, like they're behind. So they're just like they're trying to. It's like they're trying to catch up, but they're running in like quicksand. They're trying yeah. to copy instead of just making original stuff. Yeah. So I think hopefully, if there's a lesson that they've learned from Thor. 
Ragnarok, if there's a lesson they've learned from Black Panther. And if there's a lesson that they learned from Wonder Woman, because Wonder Woman everybody loved. But it was an original story and they, they just a lot they brought in a new director, they brought in a new story. Don't worry too much about everything else, just do your own thing. I think if DC goes like, okay, let's just make our own stories and stop worrying about like the fact that Marvel's doing this, then I think they'll be okay. I think that's that's a lot of a lot of the problem is that there's like this mindset of we gotta catch up and we gotta we gotta copy what works instead of just let's just do our own let's just create our like make original movies yeah. that are true to the comic book but have their own spin on them that are that are something new something fresh because think about Iron Man which set up the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe the only teaser that they had in Iron Man was like um, what's his name the Samuel L. Jackson's character I forget Steel? Nick Fury Nick Fury Nick Fury comes in and is like I'm, I'm putting together a team can you help me that was the only thing that they put a in the little teaser. Like, and that little got teaser. you excited. Like, I was so excited. Like, well, are they doing that. the Avengers? Like, it was like, they, you yeah. didn't even know what was. But, like, in Batman versus Superman, it was like, here's Wonder Woman and Aquaman and and The Flash. And, you know, it's like, come on, dude. Like, they were trying to do too much at the same yeah. time. It's like, you're introducing. They're trying Batman. to take shortcuts yeah. rather than playing out the playing whole process. Playing it out, yes. It's like, you're introducing Batman. It was a new Batman is awesome. But then you're introducing all these other characters in the same movie, so you're clearly not focused on just making this movie. You're focused on like creating this universe. Yeah, yeah. Whereas what they could have done is they could have had Batman come in, and then they could have put in uh, Wonder Woman, and then just leave that, and then have a separate Wonder Woman movie, have a separate Batman movie that maybe introduces the Flash, and then like have a separate Flash. Mo- you know, like they well, Flash just- had his whole TV series. Yeah, but I'm just saying like they could have teased it out yeah, more, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then that would have allowed them to tell. Like in the Flash story. TV series, like have like Batman appear, you know, no, but they, for like they a little can't bit because the, the characters are completely different, like the actors and everything. It's like it's a, they don't even count the Flash TV. No, series. Flash from the TV series is not the same actor. Is it not the same actor? I swear, it's the same. It's guy. not the same man. Okay, it's I fucked up. It's a completely different universe okay, 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 okay. and everything. But yeah, they could have just teased it out more. They could have just been like, okay, let's just make sure that the Batman movie is good, Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman movie is good, yeah, and then introduce all these characters in their own movies, because. The other problem with Justice League was that they were they you don't have time to care about the individual characters because they have this whole Just other story. So much. And who's that cyborg kid? Who's cyborg that is a uh, cyborg's also a pretty popular I character don't know from where. comic books. But again, that's that's the point. Is like they should have had a cyborg movie. Yeah, like Teen Titans. I remember Cyborg from yeah. Teen Titans. That guy was badass. I yeah. loved him. But they should have had a cyborg movie. And they just like get the, the basically what Marvel did was like they made sure that every single character that was going to be in the main movie, the Avengers, had their own except for the Hulk, had their own separate movies. Mm-hmm. It's like they, that's what they should have done, but they were impatient. They were like, we need they to it. need to get the Justice League out. Like, yeah, yeah, you know. Damn. Well. Anyway, bottom line is, Black Panther. Awesome. Where do you rate in Love terms it. of all the Marvel? comic book movies where do you rate Black Panther um, definitely top three I I'm I really really like the first Iron Man and the first Captain America so those two are are super big for me uh, I would probably put uh, Black Panther third after Iron Man and Captain America I mm, I never really ranked the Marvel movies but uh, yeah, I would say top three as well. When I think about it, I think Iron Man, the first Iron Man, and then the, Aven- the Avengers, the first Avengers, 
and then Black Panther, but that list is kind of fluid. Yeah. Only over time, all changed. Yeah. But the reason why I loved Iron Man was just it was I, I was a fan of the animated show, and I knew that Iron Man wasn't a very famous character. So yeah. when they made that movie, I was like, wow, they made an Iron Man movie. Like I remember there was a, there was a stretch in my childhood where. Probably for like six months, Iron Man was my favorite superhero. Yeah. So it was just like it was very nice, and then it was funny. And Robert Downey Jr. is an amazing actor and all that. Yeah. Um, then the Avengers was just cool to see all the characters come together. There was a lot of concern. I was concerned as well. I was like, how are they going to have all of these characters at the same time and make you care about the story? And it was just very funny. It was way funnier than I thought it was going to be. That yeah. and that was a pleasant surprise. I just like the banter. I like. I enjoy just having them stand around and tease each other. Like, I, just I agree with you 100. percent yeah. The reason why I say uh, Captain America and Iron Man because uh, Iron Man, I really related to it because of that transformation of going from that party boy having like a bunch of money, like not caring about anything, to being trapped in the cave, to like coming out and like. You really did. You related to that in 2008. No, because I saw I saw it afterwards. I saw it later, right? So I'm talking about from like my life perspective, from like from let's say 21 to like 24. Like we're talking about current time now. Is uh, I relate to that specific like where he was like a fuckhead, and then he used his his brains and his money and his power for better, and then he became a guy who's like, okay, I really do care. Like I want to make a difference. And the reason why I really love love. Uh, Captain America is he's the archetype of what a good human being should be and, and, and Captain America is too corny for me see well I liked I, I liked, liked, I I liked Winter Soldier I think the first movie was just it was well here check this out yeah. for me it was like the it was the little scenes like for example that scene where he's in the movie theater and some guy's like, oh, come on, play the show. And Captain America, he's scrawny, he looks over, he sees his widow cry, he's like, hey, buddy, why don't you pipe up, you yeah, know? Yeah. And then he goes out to the alleyway, he's fighting with the guy, he picks up that trash can, whatever thing, as if a shield, like, hinting at it. <laughs> and he's just like, I can do this all day. Yeah. And, I, and I just love that, like, yeah, yeah. like a weak guy standing up to a bully. And it's like, I'm gonna get my ass kicked, but it's like, it's the right thing to do. Or for example, when, uh, you know, he's just like a dancing monkey where he's just a performer. And then uh, he finds out that Bucky and his unit were all captured by the Nazis. And yep. so he goes in to like rescue them and he puts his life on the line. He gets his best friend out. Like, I really, really like that. I'm like not saying, those kind of scenes. I'm and not, that's the reason why those are top two for me. But Iron Man, or sorry, uh, Black Panther, yep. it's, it's not just about the main character. Black Panther, uh, un- unlike Iron Man and... Uh, uh, Captain America, Black Panther was the whole cast and the yep. whole story that was told. Which, Overall, which, it was a very which, in my opinion, yeah. is actually more impressive because that's another complaint that people have about uh, some of the Marvel movies. Like if you think about Thor, right? Yeah. Thor had his little crew of people, like in the first movie and, and yeah. second movie. They killed them in the third movie, and I didn't even notice. Yeah. I didn't notice that. I didn't notice until I was going through like uh, the YouTube like reaction reviews and stuff, like that. and they were like, "Do you remember that crew? Like those were his best friends. Like he didn't even mourn them. Like, yeah. It was just it was just and, and the next knew, one. It's like Ragnarok. Here yeah. you go. And they knew that the audience also didn't give a fuck about those characters. Yeah. So that's that's one thing. Is like where is it with Black Panther two? Let's say if any one of those characters, his surrounding cast, got killed. That's gonna be a gut that's punch. heavy. It's gonna be yeah. It's gonna be tough. So that's I, I feel like the fact that they were able to make us care and develop all these various characters is actually pretty yeah impressive. Um, the thing about Captain America is 
I like the moral. I like the morals, and I feel like they did it much better in the second and third movie. I actually begin. I began to like it more. I feel like in the first movie it was just a little bit too on the nose, mm. and I guess part of it was because the character is from the 1940s, so it's just maybe it's just a less subtle time. But like in uh, Winter Soldier and then in Civil War, I think they showed his character but in a more subtle way mm-hmm. like it, what he believed in his morals and stuff in a more subtle way and I actually was like in Civil War I was on Captain America's side I was not on Iron Man's side you know it was just like a, you know but yeah that's, that's my only thing with him in the first movie in particular was just it was just a little bit too on the nose so where does Black Panther rank for you in the Marvel Universe Oof. movies I mean I think right now it's too soon for me to say that it's the best but that's why I say this it's in the top three for sure top three or top two Top three. I need some time to to digest. Okay. Iron Man. Maybe one more viewing. I, yeah, maybe one more viewing. Iron Man, like I said, Iron Man, Avengers, Black Panther. I probably need to watch all three of those movies. Yeah, just to then, see back to back movie marathon. Yeah. Because I think Iron, like if I probably if I watch Iron Man right now, I might be like, well, maybe this movie is too simple. Like it doesn't have as much of a, a, re, a rich of story the old, as, yeah. as Black Panther. And then Black pa- Panther might get pushed up. Um, and then with the Avengers, it might be the same thing. Like, it might be like the story is a little bit too basic. Avengers definitely has that mix of characters, whereas Iron Man is just him. Yeah. There's Pepper. Yeah. There's his best buddy, the pilot. Um, uh, forgot his name. Uh, yeah, I forgot his name. And then there's the villain, who's like his father's friend, right? And that's it. That's all you got. But yeah. I just love the whole cave scene of his transformation and him yeah. coming to well, be that, a man. That, that is one of the things that they did really well in that movie, showing how somebody can go from being this rich, he's one of the smartest dudes in the world, one of the richest people in the world, developing the tech. Like, even the way he developed it, he was making mistakes, he was fucking up. Yeah. It was like, they just showed that development really, really well. And then, you know, just showing the evolution. And then that's what they did in the other movies. They showed him developing new suits, new new functions, whereas the suits, the way he puts it on, like, it just made a lot of sense. So they did that really well with that character. But yeah, I know, I think I need to rewatch them, but definitely top three. I think it's too soon for me to be like yeah. Black Panther's the best. What's the worst Marvel movie ever made? I was not a big Green fan Lantern? of... Uh, I don't even know if you can... I'm not counting that. I'm talking about just the current the current Marvel. And then Green Lantern's DC. Okay. Um, but I'm talking about just the current Marvel Cinematic Universe. I was not a big fan of Ant-Man. Really? I thought it was okay. There is no bad Marvel movie, by the way. I don't think there's any bad with the, the current superheroes but in terms of like the movie that I cared about the least was probably Ant-Man mm-hmm. um, not that not that the actor is bad or he did a bad job it's just the premise I just could never get fact get past the fact that this character's name is Ant-Man I just could it's just not cool to me that's it eh? it's too ridiculous and he even says he addresses it in the movies like can we change the name is it too late to change the name yeah. And they were like, I mean, we've been Ant-Man for, 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 for years. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, just, it's just an unfortunate situation where whoever created that comic book just chose a really corny name. Yeah. And they're stuck. What about it. the earlier Hulk films? No, but I, I'm still not, I'm not counting that. Oh, you well. just like the most just recent? The, just like, the current. Talking, like five-year span? Like the last? No, from, from 2008 till now. Okay. The, the current Marvel Cinematic Universe. If you're talking about Marvel movies in, as a whole, definitely the second Hulk. Yeah. Movie. That was a little sad. Se- yeah. yeah, the second. No, no, actually, the first Hulk movie. The first Hulk movie was 
the one that was directed by Ang Lee, they tried to go for this like sensitive, sensitive. Yeah. He's you know oh, in no. his feelings, thinking about himself. Yeah. And as a kid, I loved it because I just didn't care. I didn't really analyze the other stuff. But now looking, in but now looking back, you're like, ah, that was. Man, hey man, we're all, listen. God's working on all of us. It's right? like <laughs> it's it's like the Superman movie. It's the same thing. It's like no one wants to see Superman just. Oh man, I'm back on Earth. Oh. And my girlfriend. No, Lois Lane, I can't. My girlfriend no. has a child with another man. Oh God, no. Oh, I'm just gonna go and stare at the moon for ten minutes. It's like, come on, man. Like this is supposed to be Superman. Fly, do some fun stuff. That's why I like Man of Steel. It's like yeah, that great. moment where he's flying, and then he like the first time he's flying. And then you could see the joy on his face, where he's just like pushing his limits, and he hits he hits the fucking uh, sonic boom, yeah. and his his face is just like, yo, this is so yes. much fun. I was like, that's what that's what you want to see from yeah. from Superman, you know. Anyways, yeah, uh, I think that's it, man. Black Panther is amazing. Damn, that was that was. It. I'm glad we got to have this podcast because this is completely off the topic that we usually talk about, yeah. which is just like sourcing in China and business. I like talking about movies. This Listen, is cool. if I could. I would do these kind of podcasts on a regular basis. Um, I think that if we were doing like if the Made in China podcast was uh, like if I was releasing two episodes a week, yeah, one would be about business, and then another one would just be general conversation about. I think you should. I think people people should tell you in the comments or somehow can you know contact you and tell you like, man, you should do two podcasts. You, you got to pay for these editing, man. You know? Okay, we can figure <laughs> it out. We can figure it <laughs> you gotta, out. Somehow. You got you got to pay for the editing process. All right. Uh, yeah. So if you want to reach out to me, it's podcast at sourcefinasia.com. Check out the website if you want to download the episodes and see any of the links that we have. All right. Cheers. Yep. 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 All right. Hope you enjoyed part two of the Black Panther in China episode. I will. We'll see you next week again. Check out the YouTube channel if you haven't already. Day in the Life Day Two is out. Uh, really, really good stuff. Day one, day two. Um, you know, it just gives you an idea of what running a company in China looks like as a foreigner visiting factories, the whole shebang. Checking out, you see the best of both sides. You see like the factory life, and you also see like the office life, and a little bit of the nightlife as well. So, uh, if you want to reach out to us, that's podcast at sourcefinasia dot com. Uh, if you want to check out the show notes, at sourcefinasia dot com slash made in China. Uh, again, YouTube sourcefinasia. That's one word. See you guys next week.